Freedom. 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 Hello, Brooklyn. It's the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 82. You know. Episode 82. It's your boy, Padre, over here. I was going to say, this is how we do. You know how we do. So said it. I just said it. Right. It's your boy Pat Nam here. Uh, damn, what's up with that? Nets winning. Uh, what? Up top, Nam. Oh yeah, yeah. One in seven. We are only four and a half games out of the playoffs now. Hey. Or Atlantic Division. Sorry. Not, not. You know, there's the the Sixers don't have a win yet, so the Nets can be considered the We're worst not. team in the NBA. Even though I've seen some people still consider them that. Who would who consider them that? Um, who would say such a thing? Well, I so I took a little uh, a jaunt over to netsdaily.com earlier today, Padnam, uh, and what that's that you know that sports uh, SB Nation Nets blog. I'm sure you're aware, and any listeners that are Nets fans are aware. So uh, they had an article there. It was about the rank the Nets rankings in various like. CBS poll, Yahoo, ESPN, all like the rankings. And election polls too, right? Yeah, there was election polls, and um, the Nets were polling just above Ted Cruz. Oh, good. Good. So we're (laughs) winning in something, Uh, right? Yeah, no, uh, the the, uh, Nets were appointed, they highlighted like four or five different sites that had the Nets ranked dead last. Uh, I didn't check the date on this article, maybe it came out before the win, like maybe (laughs) yesterday morning or something, but... Uh, then I got into the article about their win, their great win over the Rockets. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But House the Rockets. Just so you know, I did the research for this pod. Oh, so you're well prepped. So I, I didn't watch any of their games, but I did yeah. the sufficient research. You know, I would say a lot of Nets fans probably haven't watched a lot of their games recently. Um, mm. That reminds me, there was another article on Nets Daily. Hmm. Also about how poor the uh, attendance has been this year. Some of that. I've been going to the games, so... Have you noticed a lot of ghost fans? No, actually, I noticed some new... Um, like, in front of us in our section. Um, Shout-outs to 208. Back in the 208. You know you know where it's at, dude. I know. That's the cut. That's, like, the, some of the best seats you can get, honestly. Yeah, yeah man. Um, Even though it's up high. And in front of us, there's been uh, a new family that got season tickets, and they were welcomed by their account manager. They weren't a fan of us, I guess, so... Um, really? But, like, young kids and stuff? What do you mean, a fan? I, I would say, like, it was uh, one uh, mom, one young son who's, like, maybe seven or eight, uh, a husband, and maybe a husband's brother or a friend. I don't know. They're... Oh, <laughs> okay. I couldn't tell. So or uncle, or uncle, uncle Jesse. Or Uncle Jesse himself. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but the, the woman that was in front of us, and I didn't talk about this on our last podcast recapping it... She had decided to put her jackets next to where I stand. You know, I like to stand up all game, right? That's right. my that's my thing. Or at least most of the game. Most of the game. Yeah, because that's that's gone. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, and this woman decided to put her coats right where I stand, like we're behind her in the row. So she's yeah, because there's a little like for the listener, like, right. where the seats are. There's the wall right there because it's like the last row. Yeah. We call it the wall kind of like the Game of Thrones. They, yeah. they, they named it's not it quite as high as that. No. But there's a wall there, so there's right. a back wall because it's the back row, and then there's a the side wall, and then the other rows go down. It's like a triangle corner. But there's a little yeah. like space between the wall and the one seat. That's right. what I'm talking about. Right. Space That's where you would go to stand, but they're putting their coats there. Right. So they're putting their coats there, and I was like, I was like, and I asked her nicely. I was like, hey, excuse me. It's like, I don't, I don't, like, I stand up for most of the game. I don't want to, like, stand on your, your coat or anything. Is it okay if you move it? Uh, like, I tried to ask that as nice as possible. I don't remember specifically what I said. And um, she said, she looked at me blankly, and she said, I don't have anywhere else to put it. But the row beneath me... where you put the coats there. Why don't you offer to put the coat, like, where we throw our coats, like, in the back row back there? Um, that would be kind of... I think, wouldn't you think that would be a little bit more weird for a stranger to ask for her coat to put behind me? Well, there's like a whole little space back there. If you're going to take that space where a coat is, you should offer to put the coat. I I agree, I agree, but I think it would have came off weird just in that situation. Um, or and you just picked it up because she, I mean, she's basically putting it on the ground of my feet, right? Yeah. So, what's the difference of putting it on the ground next to her, where there's also space? Okay. People, someone I didn't can know stand. There was space there. Yeah. So I, I was just like, well, you have the same amount of kind of space down there, but I didn't say anything. 
And she just did it reluctantly, and I didn't see her for like another two quarters. I think she fed her son, or her son had a poop or something. I don't know. Um, but I hope the son's not like breastfeeding still. You say he's like seven. He's like, Speaking of Game of Thrones, I hope this is not a Robin Aaron situation over here. I think it is. Oh boy, I think it is. Oh, they don't have season tickets, do they? Uh, quick reference for the non-GOT fans: Robin Aaron is a young lord. Is he? Yeah, it? yeah. We don't need to get into. He it. just don't really get the reference. He on. sucks. He sucks his mom's nips at like age at, at a, uh, a, a, an advanced stage, at least seven. Or yeah. Eight. Anyways, moving on. Speaking of sucking, those Houston Rock, Houston Rockets, mm. really shit the bed last night. Houston Street Rockets. Uh, they're not doing. I mean, they 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 started the season off a bit shakily, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were the, one of the final four teams last last year, right? I guess That's, that is correct. Uh, and they just could not put it together between. Um, I think the only people that did well, Marcus Sorton, former net, scored twenty one in that game somehow. So we're getting into the game now. Specifically. Yeah, I'm going to go backwards on this one just because um, I'm I'm mystified. Like I watched the game, I watched it in entirety. Uh, I was so mystified that the Nets were just playing defense, making stops. Uh, a lot of times, there's one quote that came from Joe Johnson. They said, hey, there's a lot of times we missed James Harden. We knew our game plan on how to defend him, and we just missed what we were supposed to do. And he's a great player as it is, MVP runner-up, right? But Joe Johnson said, James Harden just simply missed shots last night. That's basically well, what it came down to. If it. we want to talk to, like, uh, based on what I read about the game, well, on a wider level, why the Rockets lost, mm-hmm. it seemed largely to be about the three-point shot. They Three had 31? a very poor shooting percentage behind the line, whereas the Nets had a pretty decent one, and, and that seemed to be the main discrepancy. What was a six-point victory for the Nets? Is that correct? Yeah, that was uh, definitely a six-point victory for the Nets. Um, and I also saw that Brooke Lopez didn't have a good game offensively, but he had a great defensive eight, and rebounding eight victory, game. Sorry. Eight points, okay. Yeah, so all the difference. Um, but is so, that true that Brooke didn't have a great offensive game either, but he made up for it with defense? Well, his, well he had 14, 12, and 5. Five blocks. If, if you have your 7-footer, who's only one of the last dinosaurs in the, in the NBA as a center, right? Him, his brother, Dwight Howard, who he played. Uh, anyone else I'm missing? DeAndre Jordan, that's it. What, what, what are you the, saying? I, I'm calling centers dinosaurs. They're like... They're old. No one plays like there's no seven traditional seven footers in the NBA except for Mazgov. I would have put Mazgov in that category as a traditional center, as in like an impact center, like of of the league. Like Mazgov, you can play Kevin Love at the five, and your team's still functional in terms of relying on the center as a main onus of the game. Mazgov, oh is, for the team, okay. right, right. So Dwight Howard, but he could be. But so like the difference is. I mean, like, Mozgov could be that. He just doesn't... That's not his role in the cat. I'd say there's five. And maybe if you add any other... But he's a big guy. Tyson Chandler. I mean... uh, He's in the old, but he's still... He signed a big contract. He does a lot of things for Phoenix. Uh, Former defensive player of the year. You have DeAndre Jordan. um, Big... big, Which we'll get into later. Rolo. Robin Lopez. Brolo. uh, Brooke Lopez. And last one. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know if I'm going down this path. Yeah. You know, I'm not really... S- the centers are dead. I mean, you saw the NBA Finals. They- I mean, is Ro- Robin Lopez isn't like a dominant center or anything. No, I'm saying like these centers are, are important to the team. But, for example, if you take them out of the game and you rest them down the fourth, which Brooke has been done, Robin's been done, DeAndre's been done, Hacker Jordan, mm-hmm. um, Tyson Chandler as well... You're considering getting hacked rest when you go to the lines. But no, in general, when you take them out of the game, you can still be a winning championship team. Like, centers are dead. That's my point. But these are the best centers in Dwight Howard. Of a traditional sense. Of a a traditional sense. Okay. I'll go. I guess I'll go there. Um, So, with that being said, you know, Brooke Lopez had five blocks. That's the biggest thing. He had like a double, half double. Half double. Is that that a triple, triple? He didn't have a triple double. He had a double and a half double. Double and a half double. Okay, so like he got like a half... Five bucks, yeah. Yeah, five bucks on it. He got a good deal on it, right? Mm -hmm. But another big stat here, Joe Johnson, 16-7 and 10 assists. I saw he had a good game too, and uh, yeah. Well, this is what Joe needs to do. He's right now struggling. He's an older guy. He's not putting up any offense, averaging 10 points a game. But it's the thing, like, I mean, here's what we said preseason, if we can 
rewind the clock a bit when we did our just a couple weeks ago was the last preview we did the Atlantic Division preview right I believe if I'm not mistaken I we you were a little higher on the Nets record wise and I well I said they'll make the playoffs at like the last season right right Right. and I was saying they won't make the playoffs and I was saying about Joe Johnson he's not consistent enough like that and he hasn't been that this year and they're what one and seven right right so. That's still an issue with him. Like he, he's had two good games this year, or something like that. Maybe three. Like, but he, will he do this? Will, I mean, will he turn it around after this game? Do you honestly think that he will and start being more consistent offensively? Well, let's look. Right? Let's look at his numbers right now. I'm pulling them up um, as we speak. I know they're not good. I mean, like I know he hasn't been doing good this year, and you just said it yourself. Right. He's averaging eleven, four, five, uh, four assists, five rebounds, and he's shooting a dismal. 32% from the field, 20 from three. Um, so, like, I, yeah, he's not his, he's not the go-to scorer. He's age 33. He's in the last year of his contract. I honestly think the Nets are just holding out until halfway through the season to trade him because whatever contract was given out as a long-term deal that a team doesn't want anymore, this is an out for them. They get to trade Joe Johnson or maybe two contracts because he's like $22 million, uh, per year. They better trade for some young talent because we know they don't have draft picks rolling in. Well, I mean, uh, the one thing I was thinking, and I don't think it'll ever happen, but hypothetically it works, is Carmelo Anthony for Joe Johnson as a reset for Phil Jackson. Um, I just don't see why. Like, what's the point of that trade? Saying, like, okay, so Phil Jackson needed Carmelo but doesn't want Carmelo. Yeah. Like, that's... Would you say that's fair uh, as an assumption? I... Yes, I mean... Like, as a star, he needs him, but, like, the he, way... That's not his guy. That's I, not his guy. Yeah, right. I guess. So, and and with that being said, would Carmelo want to stay in New York City? Yeah, his office, like, he tri- he gets his needs. He's got a no... I think he has a no-trade uh, waiver on his free agency. Um, he would get traded from Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson would expire that in a year. They would have all this cap space, again, to go after Kevin Durant, um, any other big name, Russell Westbrook the following year... Kobe for a reunion tour with Phil. I don't know, like yeah, any um, of the, any well, of these things I could happen. Yes, when you set it up that way, it kind of yeah. makes sense. But I just don't. It's all about the cap space. I don't know. I just don't see Melo playing for Brooklyn. Like I'm just using like the same them as the Knicks. I don't no, know, no, no, no. I don't no. know that it is. Like, On the record, I don't think he'll play well for the Nets if he gets traded. On the record, I'm not saying Carmelo is going to be going to the Nets and then that trade is going to happen. I'm just saying as a similar comparison for someone that just inked a, a deal maybe a year ago, or two year ago, five six year deal. You try to get rid of that deal because it's not working I mean, out. Would, or even, do any contenders have expire, uh, expiring contracts they could trade? Uh, contenders? No, no. I mean, I mean, not, 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 not they. They can trade. I mean, is there the only one that's Kevin Durant? But no, no one's going to do that. Okay, so, so that. I'm basically what I'm trying to get at is can can they trade Melo to a contender and mm-hmm. and get that value of a, an expiring contract? Um, like would be Joe Johnson. No, I mean they really can't. Um, I mean Melo won't be worth draft. I mean, in an ideal trade situation, if you were trading Joe for, from the Nets' point of view, you're trading Joe Johnson. The only way you would give up Joe Johnson halfway through the year is for a a, a star that's in his prime or someone that could sell tickets right now, and also kind of lead a team in some way. And we know that Melo is not that person. Right now, but who knows? Uh, with the right pieces around him, like Jared Jack and Bojan Bojanovic. Oh, well, I, another thing I noted in, in the uh, summary of this game, mm-hmm. they let Jared Jack uh, ride the pine a bit more in favor of uh, that Larkin, Shane Larkin. Right? Larkin did it up, man. Who did a lot better. So their point, their points to the bench was, I think, it's something like fifty to like six. And that's yeah. So the bench did good because. Your boy Bobo came off the but, bench too for some reason. I thought he was a starter. No, he's their sixth man. Okay, uh, yeah. And we'll talk, let's talk about him in a second. But to finish my my thought that I was getting into, mm-hmm. um, you're all over the place. Right we well, you know, it's good. We're it's exciting. Nets. I'm excited. We're talking nuts. Do you hear the excitement in my voice? Yeah, you got the one. You're excited. Uh, yeah. No, um, another thing we mentioned in our preview was about Lark, and you were saying, well, I was saying in the preview, Jared Jack's not the guy. He's not a starting point guard right there. If he is, he's like the worst one. He's they're not going to be successful. With and him. I never, I never contested that. I never, no, no, no. But what right. you brought up was Larkin. Right. I said I don't know much about this Larkin guy. You're like maybe this guy will be the starter, and then it looks like this could happen down the line. Maybe if Hollins decides 
he is the better way to go. I'm just more impressed with the fact that, I mean, James Harden dropped 45, 46, two games in a row. And then the, the Nets did a collective defensive job on this team. And uh, every single time that the Rockets came back, the Nets just answered. And, I mean, it's gutsy. They had a couple days off. They were maybe more rested, whatever it was. But that's part of the NBA. You, a lot of teams will be tired. You can pull it through. You can't. You just mm-hmm. yeah. mark it up as a mulligan, whatever. The Rockets went on a back-to-back. Right? So going into misery for a little bit, you know, last time when we left off on this podcast, the Nets were going to play the Hawks. I predicted the Hawks. Wait, though, you don't want to talk Bobo at all, like I mentioned? That's your boy. You know, I, I do. I've been a Bo- Bodanovich pessimist. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I did. you want to rub it in. Huh? No, no, I won't rub game. it in. You, you reminded me. Thank you for, for doing that. <laughs> no <set>. problem. <laughs> for, the, for his set, 10 of 20, 2 of, th- two of 5 from 3, 9 rebounds, 22 points, 3 assists. Now, if you heard that, those numbers from just a no-name player, you're like, who the hell is that, right? Generally. You would just say that, and Bobo right now, Bobo right now is that no name player. But this this whole management has believed in this player for a while. They've tried to get him over from Europe for three years in a row. They got him last year. This is the second year. This is supposed to be the year. If he ends up being the replacement for Joe Judge, which is why I'm all pro trading Joe at the half uh, halfway mark, especially if they're not having an improved record. Right. Right. Because I want to develop this guy into, I mean, the next Hidu maybe I don't know. Um, he's not six ten, but like he could shoot, he could shoot the rock like, like nothing. And how it, tall is he? Six eight. He's pretty tall. Right? Yeah, I mean he's kind of like that. Yeah, but like for a wing player, he's tall. Right? But in general, like this guy has opportunity to be the star of this team, um, and. If he's able to do at least 15, he did like maybe 15, 14 a game last year. If he's able to put up 18, 19 a game, I mean, shit. Uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? CJ McCollum's averaging 20 a game in Portland. Uh-huh. And he's like 6'3". So, Bobo's got no reason not to be, he just has to get the opportunities and the reps. And if he starts doing it, no. Are you good with him being the sixth man right now, even pre any Johnson trade? My ideal lineup right now, uh, my starting five is keeping it the way it is. Uh, I do like Ronald, Rondé Hollis Jefferson starting to guard the best. He's a great, good defender to guard the best person to tire them out. And then Bobo coming off the bench and getting some shots open. So. Well, they mentioned in that article I read about the game, Jefferson, Hollis Jefferson really wanted to guard Harden. So Hollins let him, started him to do that, but then he apparently played bad, or he, at least offensively, he turned the ball over like three times or something, and then he rode, rode the pine until like the fourth quarter. Yeah, his offense is not, it's not his skill set right now. Uh, he can, he can, he can definitely... He was shutting Harden down a bit, though? He was doing an alright job. He was doing a solid job, I would say. I mean, no one can guard James Harden. Mm-hmm. Is there one player that can guard James Harden? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, LeBron, I don't know. But the whole game? No, I mean, no, Harden's going to get his, of course. Yeah, he's going to get his. So he's going to make buckets. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy with Bobo. I'm happy with the Nets. I'm at a high. I think all Nets fans are at a high, even if it's just one W. Based on the comments, they are. Yeah, well, what were they saying? Uh, just all type of stuff. Mostly I was looking at all the gifts that were popping off. They're popping a lot of gifts off? Uh-huh. Off the gif Um All right, so recapping from last Wednesday, uh, the Nets lost 87-101. We know that. Barclays Center matchup Lakers. Kobe. You really want to go back into it after you're just on the high of their win. You want to go back. Oh no no! I'm, I'm saying I'm saying the most uh, approach right here. 104 98 Lakers. That's a bad loss there. That shouldn't have happened. Um, and then they played on a back to back Saturday night. They were in the game against the Bucks. Bucks have the Nets number. Um, we'll see if they play. Yeah. Moving forward though, uh, thing in progress. Friday night, tomorrow night, they're playing the Kings, who are two and seven, and. The Kings have been the news recently. Uh, Rondo has averaged two triple doubles in the past two games. But he's been playing like a ridiculous amount of minutes. And like 47 minutes a game or something. And the rumors are saying that they're going to fire Carl again because Vivek does like all. I, so I've seen all this stuff going up, or at least I've seen people talking about the Kings like all over social media, internet, whatever. But I haven't really read too much into it. Like, what's the main. I, preseason, we knew there was going to be issues, but like, what's the main thing this past week that's happened? I think. I think. Ownership, which is just one man uh, trying to figure out what he can do with the team. Basically, he can do whatever he wants. He owns but he's team. lost without his boy Stauskas. Why did I trade him? 
But he's he's basically trying to calibrate all the time, right? So like for him, spending three million on a two year or three year deal with uh, or you know nine million on George Carl, whatever it is, and disposing him, finding him a better coach to win now. I think that's the owner you want, and that's what he's trying to do. Figure it out. He's got a team, but he already fired the coach last year after like two months or whatever. He's not afraid of doing it again. Yeah, but that doesn't work. <laughs> like, um, that's not how you build a good franchise. No, it's not. It's not. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, he wants. Ron, he only has Rondo for one year. So he wants to make sure that this is going to be maximized right now. Vivek or Carl? I think both of them. So it, they were talking about it was always Carl versus Cousins who's going to get shipped. Right. Right now, it's leaning towards Carl can be gone versus Cousins. But no one has to go. They are 2-7, and seven, so yeah. something has to give. Tomorrow night, the Kings are favored by six points at Sacramento. 10, 10 o'clock Eastern game. Um, I think the, the Nets, with a day rest, too, and coming off that, they can, they can get two wins. They can do it. Uh, after that, they're playing the Warriors the next night. Not going to happen. Uh, and then they're going to play the, the Hawks when they come home. And Hornets when they come home on a back-to-back on Tuesday and Wednesday. So, uh, oh no, this is Hornets. So, what's that record of the four games? You got Kings, Say that again. Kings Warriors uh, at hosting Hawks at Hornets the next day. Or the do it again with saying at or home. Okay, uh, at Kings at Warriors home Hawks at Hornets. Okay. Maybe two and two, if they can. I mean, they're not going to beat the Warriors. I highly, highly, highly doubt that. Uh, what was the third game? They're not going to win that one. I'm blanking already. But Hawks, the Hawks. They're probably the not going to win that. Uh, they should be able to beat the Kings. I mean, they have a chance at least. I won't say they should be able to. They're one and seven, but they have a chance there. They have a chance against the Hornets, mm-hmm. who just barely scraped out the Knicks yesterday. Um, so. I'm optimistic. I'll say two and two. I'm not optimistic though, so I'm going to say one and three in this four games. So you're saying you're saying the Nets so will be get, two and ten. The Nets three. will get another win. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I I think they can win that Sacramento game. I mean, I really think the they're schedule- hot off their first win. They'll get a two in a row. Right. I think their schedule has been kind of tough. I mean, brutal. To- yeah, it's a pretty brutal uh, so far. So that's why I'm not too concerned right now. I'll start freaking out maybe in two months or maybe a month and a half from now if the record's really, really bad. I talked about this in Mr. Relevant today, uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers relax. Is that what you're pulling out for the Nets right uh, well, now? What is, are you talking about the Mike Ditka theory? No, no, no. Uh, last year when the Packers started off the season poorly, lost like three games in a row to start the season, their mm-hmm. fans were freaking out. And Aaron Rodgers says, he like sent a tweet and all this stuff about, like, relax, we'll be fine, relax. And then later when the Cavs started the season on poorly last year, LeBron like echoed that sentiment. He's like, like Aaron Rodgers says, relax to the Cavs fans. So that's what you're doing right now to the Nets fans. Is that Basically, the- yeah, I'm saying that, relax. Brooks' foot is fine. People were scared about that. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be injured, but it's not done. It's not injured. Uh, Billy King's coming out saying he's going to trade people. That's not going to happen right now. Can he trade himself away? I think that's... For another GM. <laughs> he, should, he should do that. Trade himself for another Duke alumni. Even, I don't even care if, if Danny Ferry came in the mix. I mean, I think he's a better GM in general than... than he, no he, Africans on no, the team. Nope. In his personal bias, I don't <laughs> care for him. But his, his performance, I think he built the Hawks. Like, Bobo, stop acting so African. I can't believe it. You're from uh, wherever. You're from Europe. Come on, boy. <laughs> You're from South Africa, right? <laughs> um, all right. So, moving forward, we talked about the Nets. I, I wanted to... Uh, we did a lot of Nets talk. I yeah. Mean, I know it's ostensibly a Nets podcast, but we're over 20 minutes. 20 we're minutes. Nets talk right now. That's a uh, well, wait, I mean, I don't really have much around the NBA other than last night's game. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about that next game real quick. So, yeah. what, do you, what do we think about old Porzingis getting a lot of ink this week, getting a lot of people hyped Roy? Up. Is he a Roy candidate? Is that what you're saying? It seems like he may be, huh? I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is getting the big buzz for Roy because he's been pretty dominant you know? offensively, but... Um, and the... He's well, got double double material written all over yeah, him yeah. too. Uh, but but about Porzingis, I said pre-draft I like this guy. Like when I saw this a little tape on him, I was like, this guy looks like a good player. I said but then the thing. Knicks drafted him, and I was like, he'll be a bust now because it's the Knicks. But maybe he won't be. So do you, uh, when I remember him getting drafted, he literally said in the interview, he called out the crowd. He said, 
I know they're because they booed him. Yeah, and he was like, I know. And usually rookies shy away from that moment, right? They just like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, you know, they just pretend it didn't happen. It didn't happen, right? They just it's it's make believe. But he's like, like I know the Knicks have a lot of history. I'm really excited to be a part of the city and watch you guys are going to see what I'm made of. Basically, just saying. F you guys, I'm going to show all of you. And I think that was the best scenario for him to be in, where he's in the home state of New York at uh, at Barclays Center with a whole bunch of Knicks fans just booing him because they're used to a whole bunch of busts. But when you think about it, the last European that was drafted by them was who? I'm just NBA trivia right now. What year? Recently. Maybe in the past 10 years. Not Frederick Weiss. Not named Frederick Weiss. Uh, D'Antoni era of the Knicks. This had to be a bust, right? Danilo Gallinari. Oh, okay, Gallinari. Okay, and I'm thinking Eastern European. So, um, but yeah, okay, Gallinari. Who's not was, bad? Yeah, which he was killing. But he didn't work out on the Knicks, really. I mean, they traded him. So no, the, no. But the thing is, he wanted to stay. Yeah. Uh, D'Antoni wanted him to stay, but but Dolan uh, overrided. His, his rookie year didn't do that much. Like right off the bat, like Porzingis is like splashed right away. He's seven two. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, he's still a high draft pick either way. Um, but but anyway, last night they played those Hornets, which the Nets are. That's the Nets. Opponent. What happened to that matchup? True. So. Uh, you know, I've only seen. I only saw the sequence at the very end of the game, but that's the interesting part. Um, the Knicks are down, uh, or they're tied with like 15 seconds left, something like that. Melo dribbles down instead of like trying to go inside or taking a good shot. He dribbles out to the perimeter on the baseline, <laughs> throws the ball up. Uh, oh, Melo! Onto the side of the backboard. Yep. Uh, Hornets grab the rebound. They go down the floor. They're, yep. they're dribbling around. They're passing it around. Um, what's his name? Zeller. Cody Zeller gets it inside in the paint. Kind of goes around when he's when the ball's passed him. He kind of like goes around Rolo, mm-hmm. grabs it, puts up a layup, and there's two seconds left. Some something like that. Yeah, not much time. Right. The Knicks throw the ball down and they get it to Kristaps uh, Porzingis. Porzingis. I would say four feet behind the three-point line. Maybe that's a little far. Maybe three feet behind it. He's far behind the line. Yeah. Throws it up over a guy. Yeah. Splashes it. The Knicks celebrate. The Hornets fans are like, God damn it. But they do a replay, and they show that it was just on his fingertip when, when the red buzzer goes up uh, around the, the, the hoop there. So the backboard. And they call, they take the shot off the board, and they lose by two. And the Hornets fans go crazy. But it's start burning everything in the stadium. They ride for a little as, as they should, because that's their championship. Not, we're not the whore knots. We're the whore No, okay. Um, so, anyway, Porzingis had been getting a lot of buzz up to yesterday. In the past couple games, he had had good games, I guess. And then he, even though it didn't count, that's still ice water, I mean, in your veins. It's a clutch shot, even if you did it was very close, questionable if he really got it off. I think it was just on his fingertip, but it's a big shot to make regardless. So, you know, it could be the real deal. I thought my my uh, storyline and my following of the Knicks would be Robin Lopez beating up mascots uh, locally, which is my favorite thing always. Do we know where that Charlotte Hornet is? Is he safe? Uh, <laughs> Buzz? Buzz or Hornet? Yeah, it's Buzz okay. We don't know. We haven't <laughs> seen him. Either. We haven't seen him in a while. But he did take care of the Raptor uh, a couple nights ago where the Raptor had a sign saying, my favorite Lopez, Mario and Jennifer. He had a <laughs> just showing it and then Rolo took it and just popped him over the head with it, WWE style, uh, as he should. But this Christos Porzingis, going back to it, man, Legit, eleven and nine uh, on the year right now, and a moment like that, he didn't win the game, but this is stuff that any fan base would love to have. Get excited about it. Yeah. yeah, because at the last time the Knicks were this excited was either before they were the fifty-one team was Linsanity, where like uh, a player out of nowhere just came. That was like a three-week stretch, maybe. I mean. Which, which Knicks fans are desperate. Which is it? I don't know if you read the book. We we'll always have Linsanity. It's I've not. I didn't know that was a book. Yeah, it's it's a good book. Uh, speaking of uh, Did Spike Lee, wrote that. Speaking of Linsanity, he dropped down the Knicks last night. Seventeen 
Oh, right, because he's on alternates, yeah. Three and three. Jeremy uh, Lin revenge game complete. And, uh, Christophe tried to ruin it. Didn't go. It didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Lin would not be able to sleep if that, <laughs> <laughs> if that didn't happen. Uh, but shout-outs to the, the Knicks doing things. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be... Uh, Hating on uh, the Knicks fans, but I don't hate on the Knicks. By the way, uh, Cavs at the Garden tomorrow to take on the Knicks, 7.30 in the p.m. I'm looking at the schedule right now. you know how do we Are you going? this game? Go? I mean, I don't, I don't have the the Kachengas right now. The cashish. What do you think? What do you Skrilla. think? What do you think? I it's going to be like it 50 says bucks? tickets available right now from one forty two. I don't, I don't so know. let's just wait till like thirty minutes past the game and start I mean, going. Do you want to try to go? I'll go. I'll go check out some some um, deli. <laughs> <laughs> Delhi right. beat Porzingis. Yeah, that's, a good yeah, that, that's my matchup right there. <laughs> All right. Um, so you think he's Roy, or do you think it's going to be Anthony Thomas? Towns. Towns. Um, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's too early. I'm not even going to register an opinion. It's okay. eight games at most. Into the, or maybe the most any teams played is nine games. Now let's see. I mean, I'm interested tonight if we want to talk a little just what's going on tonight. Mm-hmm. Thursday, the twelfth of primetime matchups. The twelfth of November, as you're celebrating. Yes, um, as you guys cannot see, but here my mustache bristling. Yeah, no, stop doing that. They don't want to hear that. Here, put, put it away. Put your finger down. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, but a good matchup tonight, or what? I don't know if it's going to be a good game, but hopefully, Golden State at Minnesota. 8 o'clock, TNT, Towns, Wiggins, the crew, taking on the undefeated Golden State Warriors. Can they, I mean, if the Wolves find a way to win this game tonight, I'll be happy. I'm, I want to see the Warriors get a loss. Come on, I'm sick of them. Are you sick of the Warriors? I'm not. I'm getting sick of them. I, 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 I think, mean, since they beat my Cavs in the finals, I think for didn't help my opinion. Right, well, obviously, that, that that's a different, that's, that's a more biased opinion. But as an NBA standpoint, um... I'm excited about the Wolves. I'm excited about, like, uh, you know, the Wolves doing right by the tragedy that that happened to their organization. And also, I'm excited for the Warriors just because everyone's been saying, oh, they got lucky. They didn't get lucky. They they dominated last year. They got year. some luck, but it's obviously they have a great team. They got, they got luck based on... They got injury luck. luck. They got injury luck. Yeah, basically. every team... Faces injury. Championship usually. get the, the championship usually has luck in that regard. Fine. Right, right. The ball uh, bounces that way for yeah. them. Um, I want to talk about the biggest offseason move that was uh, encountered last night as the, the Clippers. What move? The offseason move no. that didn't happen. The Clippers, DeAndre Jordan, yes. and the whole offseason situation. The, the he went to Dallas last night, and I saw a couple trolling uh, fans write some stuff here. So I want you to. Uh, you know, chime in on this. Mavs fans. Mavs fans. Okay. Who won the game, by the way? Uh, the Mavericks won. No, no, I'm saying... I know they won. I'm saying... I didn't... It wasn't a question mark at the end of my statement. I'm saying... You said Mavs fans, and I'm saying... Who won the game, by the way? Just to add that. And they won the, the game. Mavericks won the game. No, you know, I'm saying... Who... The Mavericks, whom won the game? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. They won the game. No, no. Who... The Mavericks, who won the game? Yeah, I'm saying they won the game. No, I... Okay, read the tweets. Anyways, uh... Nice who's on first or team there, old school. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, I think this one was the worst one of them all, but I'll read it first. 40... 42nd, uh, percent free throw shooter, 100% coward. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. Next. The only thing worse than DeAndre Jordan's word is his free throw percentage. Also, I mean, it's so predictable of a joke. Uh, you can at least if you're going to go that route, make it. DeAndre fun. Jordan. DeAndre is not a devil. He's just a deep bag. <laughs> wow, these are really. Fragile. Why? Who said he's a devil? Uh, I don't know. Uh, DeAndre can't read this anyway. I like that one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's probably the best. I it's guess. simple. Um, Dallas Mavericks tweeted at LA Clippers. Hey, LA Clippers, good game. Have a safe trip home, and then they use all emojis. Uh, That's good. I like. That. I like that That's was the best good. one because uh, they throw a banana boat. They threw a banana in there. Okay, <laughs> so, they did right then. Yeah, yeah. They threw a boat and a banana. They they put boat and then banana. They oh, should, they didn't get a banana boat emoji. They have a separate boat and banana emoji. That's not as good. Then. No, no. They had they had a sail. Well, look at it. They had a sailboat. Take a look. They have plane, yeah. rocket ship, red car, mm-hmm. 
bicycle, mm-hmm. sailboat. I can't really tell what that next thing is. It's a boat. It's a speedboat, I think. Speedboat, I guess. Yeah. And banana. Yeah, they should have just said banana. That's pretty good. I like it. I like it. It's very, very creative by by Dallas Mavericks by Twitter. Their, their Twitter team. Um, how many people do you think are running the Dallas Mavericks Twitter? Um, like it takes a team. Of, how many people does Cuban employ? I think there? it's. I think it's one smart, savvy, uh, fresh out of college, uh, U of T Austin grad. Her name is. Christina? I don't know. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Uh, that's basically my prediction on that. We'll check the record later. We'll find out. <laughs> find out. I'll check my sources later it's on that. Cuban and asking. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Chandler Parsons quoted. Um, ask if the Andre Jordan drama is done. He's not a priority to us, comma. And by the looks of their team, he's not a priority to them either. Zink. What does that mean exactly? So they didn't get him the ball enough. They didn't do enough. What? Well, he how is he not a priority? He was he was citing that he, the reason why he left uh, originally left and went to Dallas or uh, wanted to go to Dallas was because he wanted to be a he was a priority at that priority. When yeah, he, when he became a free agent, but got it. it's the same old same old. But you can't make that statement after they came back in and did that whole hostage situation and wanted him back. Doesn't really. But also, Chandler Parsons didn't play the whole game, so is it okay for someone to? I mean, he—it's—it's it's a zing, it's a shot, it's a—it's a, it's a shot. It's not a shot at his play; it's a shot at the organization, though, right? Yeah. But what are your feelings on an injured player, a player not playing, taking a shot at someone's performance when they're not even in the game? Who did that? I mean, it didn't happen in this case. But I'm saying Chandler Parsons was rested for the game; he didn't—he didn't play. Right. He was injured. He took a shot at him. He took a shot at the organization. At the I thought he's Cuban said that. No, Parsons. Parsons said Got that. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fine to do that, but I just don't think it was a good shot. He should have done better. You're, you're calling Chandler Parsons out for doing... He needs to do better on his shots. Mm, no. His jabs. I'm saying his shot, like, meaning <laughs> his... No, we're not going down this road again. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, can we get? Should we get into our NBA duel? Yeah. So let's recap that. Recap? You took you you. Uh, you Why don't you recap for any new listener what the duel? This is only going to be the second week we do it, but you came up with this idea. Okay. Let's do a quick recap of what. The so duel, the idea is since since on this other podcast that is no longer in my uh, my existence because uh, I'm anti. Nuffle. You're talking about Mr. Is Relevant. Yeah, if I'm you, saying it's a great... If you're downloaded to... By the way, if you're subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound, you get those episodes as well in your feed, so please listen. Yeah, I, I think... I think if uh, you like Niffle. I think Niffle... I think Niffle... The podcast is great. Don't get me wrong. I just hate Niffle yeah. in general. Um, you did make an appearance, in a way, on the last episode. Did I? Uh, week 9 episode, yeah. Well, all I did was record... If, some- if anyone listens only to Mr. Zerelvin, not to Brooklyn Rebound Prime, as we're doing now, listen, listen. they'll think you're out in the woods, though. Well, all I did was record underneath the, the bridge and just yeah. leave my recorder Somehow that there. came out into, like, being you being in the middle of the woods or something. I don't know how they got confused. Well, there was a tree there. Okay. Under the bridge. Yeah. That's, I don't know about you. I don't think your story checks out, but all right. <laughs> Uh, well, All right, continue. You don't need to get into the other podcast. What? You don't need to set it up that way. It just. All right. So breaking news. No kidding. Um, going into the challenge, we decided that there should be. Uh, we should figure out who the best NBA expert is. I I consider myself a great knowledge of the NBA. You are a big fan of the NBA as well. But you're more, I think, I, I put you in the category just now, because. Now, can I just repeat what you just said? What? You just said, I consider myself a great knowledge of NBA. What does that mean? Knowledge base of the NBA. <laughs> you consider yourself a great knowledge base of yeah, the NBA? Yeah, I, I feel like people refer to me for NBA knowledge. Why don't you just say, I consider myself to be very knowledgeable about the NBA? Why do you have to make it, make it a weird statement? Because I don't do things... In a in a way that's normal, I do clearly unorthodox. I'm sorry, I'm going off the rails. Um, but I would picture you more of a Cleveland Cavs first, and then everything else. I love the Nets as much, but I, I love the NBA just as much. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily. Agree I'm with a, it. I'm a big NBA fan. I've been for years. You've been a Nubba fan. The for Cavs a while. Are, are one of the main reasons because I'm a big Cavs fan. That's what got me into liking the NBA. Fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe you weren't always a Brooklyn Nets fan. Obviously, you weren't because they weren't around. But 
you got into it and you just like pure NBA, but I, yeah. you know, I don't think that means my knowledge is any less than yours. So this is where we defer on this, this matter. So we have a challenge. It's going to be a weekly challenge. I'm taking it over because I don't think you're doing a good job. Well, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> so what it is, is you, you call it a duel, a weekly duel. So if, if anyone is familiar with, um, what's called commonly known as a suicide pool in the NFL or a sure winner pool. You pick a team each week to surely win, right? Yep. You can only pick that team once. You can't pick them again. Mm-hmm. And those pools, once you your team loses, you're out. And this is not like that. But it's the same principle. We pick a team each week. We can only pick them once. And it's whoever wins at more games in that given week, that seven-day period, mm-hmm. or winning percentage, if they don't have the same amount of games, that person wins. So what happened last week is, and we do a points as a tiebreaker, but what happened last week is... Uh, you chose the Atlanta Hawks, the Hawks, who played four games in that seven-day span. Yep. I chose my Cleveland Cavaliers, who yep. played the same amount of games, four. And what ended up happening is the Cavs won all four of their games, whereas the aforementioned T-Wolves, with Towns and Co., defeated the Atlanta Hawks in one of their four games, so they only won three out of four. Which so what are you I, saying? What are you saying? Which means that I believe I won... Week one of the NBA duel challenge. Fucking a, and I came up with this. And job. the points don't matter if they if the Hawks had beat the Wolves, we'd be going to points right now, and I might have lost because I highly overinflated what I thought the Cavs would score, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna rectify that this week. So I made a mistake, but it didn't come back to bite me. Uh, you were closer in terms of point tally, I believe, but it doesn't matter. So what does that mean for me? What repercussions do I have? Oh, well, we didn't mention this, so mm-hmm. so also you want it to be a challenge. Then. Well, there's a there's a word that you describe as V, not V for vendetta, but V for vengeance. When you lose in a duel, you the reason why you issue a duel is you want vengeance against that person, right? So I mean, you, I don't really want vengeance against you. I just want you to do this challenge. I want vengeance at, uh, on myself right now. Oh, okay. And I want vengeance on you and everyone else, for that matter. So I'm ready for whatever the the, the vengeance uh, issue is right now. And right, I'm going to give you your challenge, but but first, why don't we get into week two and make our picks for that? Okay. Um, so since uh, since you won, I'll let you choose who goes first. Okay. Uh, I want to go first because I don't want you to take my team if you're thinking that, of the same that, one. That makes sense. Uh, and the team I'm going to select this week. Now, one could say, now, getting back to the whole NFL version of kind of similar game like this, yep. a common mistake one could make is picking all the good teams right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Then you screw yourself over your own teams to pick. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to do that, but I might be going down that road because I want to get a good jump off here. So I already took one of the best teams in the league, the Cavs, last week. Oh. Well, I did it very last minute because I was confused. It's about your team, the though. But, so yeah, but I can't pick them again. Right, you're done. And I can pick them. Unfortunately, looking at the schedule and what teams they're playing, I'm going to pick another one of the better teams, and I won't be able to use them again. But okay. I'm going to do it. I am going to have to go with the OKC Thunder this week. Is that what you were thinking of taking? You know, that's funny. Um, because I literally had them on my mind as my backup option. Got it. So I had another team as my backup. We'll see if... I, and actually... I'll just say it, it can't be your team because my backup was going to be the team you took last with the Hawks. But mm-hmm. but l- let me just go over it briefly. Yeah, go ahead. The Thunder uh, play tomorrow. Philly comes in. Okay. That's going to be a win. That should be a win, yeah. Okay, then uh, on Sunday, Boston comes in. Should be a win. They're, they've started the season very poorly. The, the Celtics have. Oh, they, they started all right, but then they started losing a lot of games lately. So Yeah, and then they play back-to-back, and then Monday they go to Memphis. Could be tough, but Memphis has been struggling a lot this season. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the, the mm-hmm. toughest one, but yep. I think it's yep. winnable. Yep. And then they, we followed up next Wednesday, the 18th. Uh, New Orleans comes in. They've struggled all season. They only have one win, I think. So that's a pretty good stretch of four games for my, my Thunder right here. I think I'll be successful. So you got four games, right? Um, And and then I have to pick a point total for the tiebreaker. Um, Yeah, I overinflated. Well, I don't. don't Last week. Well, you picked the tiebreaker. You want to pick your team, and then we do tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yo, what's your team? So I picked the Hawks, and I I realized I did a I did a mistake in there. Um, No, no, I think I picked a good pick. That was a good pick. I think. I mean, three out of four. They were the favorites in the game. They lost. I mean. Three out of four, they did it. Um, so you mentioned a team that uh, is, I'm actually, 
Um, I'm happy you picked that team because my one my one A or one one uh, A team was this team, which is going I think going to be in the finals this year. Um, I don't know if I predicted them in the finals, but I think they have a strong shot of being in the finals. We're talking about San Antonio Spurs, who are six and two right now. They're mm. go- they're going to be hosting homestand the whole time. Oh, four game homestand. Uh, it's going to be a th- well. What's today? Today is the thirteenth. Today is the twelfth. Twelfth. So it's going to be three games for them only this mm. week. So we're doing winning percentage. We're doing winning percentage as we usually do. Um, they're going to be hosting the Sixers first game. Then Which they're going to the first game for my Thunder too. Yeah. hosting the Sixers. Okay, uh, the next, and they're, they're going to be hosting the Sixers after they played the Thunder. The Sixers played the Thunder. Um, they're going to be hosting the Blazers, who they played last night, and the Lamarcus Aldridge return. And they're going to be hosting the Nuggets as well. Uh, and that's the end of it. They're also hosting the Pelicans on the twentieth, but uh, that will not be a factor uh, for this team. Not for this week. Not for this week. All right. So. It was Nuggets, uh, Sixers, Sixers, Blazers, Nuggets. Yeah, I think that's a harder stretch of games than my Thunder are playing, but it'll be a little advantage. You only have three games because if I if the Thunder drop one and four and the Spurs win all three, so that's the thing we don't know for the listener. We don't know how many games we don't, we. I mean, we may have looked at it. Well, I looked at it. I wouldn't know how many games your team has because I don't yeah, know what your team has. Which other exactly? So all right, so let's go into point totals. What is your point total then? Well, these are the Spurs we're talking about here, so they don't they don't score a lot, but their offense has been pretty important. So let's see, see here, ninety um, plus three. I'm gonna go two seventy. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go four eighteen, four one eight mm-hmm. points for the Thunder. That's a better total. I went way overinflated for the Cavs last week. Probably went at least sixty points too high. That was. At least fifty something. So if we're yeah. both, the only way this would be tiebreaker if we're both one hundred percent. Yes. Or both zero percent. Which would be essentially the same, or whatever percent. Yeah. Well, no, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Because we we had because three it's and four. Not an even number. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I don't think it'll be zero. That'd be very surprising. <laughs> that means the Spurs go over seven in this stretch. Okay. I mean the Sixers beat both. So let's shake on that. So the listeners right. know. Shake it really. All right. They can't see it. But I feel like that's good. But I, I don't know if you realize this. What happened last night to Kevin Durant? Uh, what happened to him? Uh oh. <laughs> did he get hurt? Yes, he did. Did he? <laughs> He's out seven to ten days. Oh my god. So. Breaking news, fans. Uh, your boy Padre here just may have screwed up. just pulled a bit and switched. Yeah, how come I didn't hear about it? Uh, he pulled a hammy last night in his return to Washington. A ha- and they sit- pulling a hammy is out. Uh, out he pulled his games. butt muscle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the reason why I'm glad you picked them because I should have won Hawks. I, I was going to go OKC, but then I realized how Kevin Durant's not going to be there. But I don't understand. I go to the, this the NBA site today. Why isn't that a news story? Did, which website did you go to? What, SP Nation, ESPN? You know, because there's so many other stories. Like, Chris Asperzinghi's not winning a game. Uh, the Nets winning a game. Well, hey, look, the Thunder won games last year. And, the, and Kevin Durant getting hurt for only a week is not a big deal. If it was like six... Well, this was a bad week for me to pick one. Correct. Well, I'm very angry now. I'm so <laughs> angry, in fact, that I'm going to kick you off the pod right now. Oh, uh, why? Because you are owed the challenge. Oh, I don't right. want to see you anymore on this podcast. Okay. Your challenge is to go get me someone I'd rather talk to. You. All right. All right. Done. And that person is, I mean, there's a new video out today, Uncle Drew video. Mm-hmm. Are you just uh, going to tell the, the audience? No Uncle Drew is this, like, old guy who's dope at basketball. Yeah. And he gets all the young bloods. He, he, he gets, he he gets buckets. People he gets say. Buckets he gets buckets. He gets buckets. But he uh, tortures the young bloods on the court. I want to talk to him instead. So you get the hell out of now. All right. Bring in Uncle Drew for me. Peace. Oh, I hope that's Uncle Drew. Hi. Uncle Drew? Uh, Uncle Drew, I can't believe you actually came. I now I'm actually pulled it off. Wow. Nice, nice to see you. Yeah, young. Whippersnapper, I'm here. Yeah, I'm a young whippersnapper. Please take a seat. Please take a seat. Oh, I need, I need to take a rest. Hold on. Okay, you can take a rest before uh, sitting down. That's fine. You don't mind if I sit, I hope, as I already am. Well, 
you should respect your elders. I, I, I liked it. Yeah. You, these young folks don't know anymore how to respect them elders, but you seem like a bright young lad. I try to respect my elders. Definitely uh, Uncle Drew. Can I call you Uncle? Can I call you Drew? What should I call you? Uncle Drew. Uncle Padre sounds better. Uncle Padre? Okay, because my name's Padre, but that's... Okay, Uncle Padre, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I like being uh, close to people like in a pod. Like a pot, like a pot, peas in a pot. Yeah. I didn't even think about it until just now that both our names are Drew, but yeah, it's cool, yeah. It's a good name. It's a great name. How, how did you, uh, come up with your name, Drew? Well, um, I'm, I was named, you know, my birth name. I didn't come up with that. Andrew is my name, but that's true, short for it. It's Back in my day, but, I used to be born and then come up, the babies used to come up with their own names. Oh, back in the day, you came up with so you came up with your own name. You're saying that's why we were called baby boomers because we just boom out our names. Okay, and I, I, I also mean, poop a lot. Yeah, I, are you a, a considered a baby boomer? I guess so. Right? I, I I would think I don't so. Want to hit question of what your actual age is, you know, I don't, that's rude. But let's just say I'm a little more experienced than most people, mm-hmm. and I think that experience shows on the court because I saw some videos you did. Or that you're featured in, at least, where you were uh, showing these young bloods what for on the court, swishing shots, making. I mean, you're pretty spry for you. You had a little trouble sitting down, but on the court, you looked like you're pretty spry out there. When I get on the court, it's a different animal that's released in me. Some would say it's a, it's a, it's a tiger-like mentality, and you know. Okay. I also was a, a veteran. You know. Uh, oh, you were. Yeah, happy Veterans Day. Or Korea or, well, you know, back in the Vietnam? D-Day, you know, soldiers that were invading uh, the beaches in Normandy. Well, surely you can't be that old, Uncle Drew. And <laughs> You'd have to be like over 100. I, I just said, I just said back in D-Day. Oh, you just mentioned, you know, okay. <laughs> Seeing their colleagues were being cut down, hundred of bodies laying down in the sand, and thousand bodies laying in the sand. What if they had been frightened and they turned back? Huh? Um, I'm, I'm a little, well, I guarantee... I'm in a little trouble following what you're saying here. <laughs> I guarantee that they were frightened, but they didn't turn back. They stepped over bodies of their colleagues, knowing in many cases that they would never see their homeland again. And I'm not talking about Carrie and, I, and Claire Danes from Showtime Homeland. I'm talking about the real homeland. And when they stormed those troops, those Axis troops, they took the beach and they died. Why did they do that? Why did they do that? Uncle Drew, I don't know why they did that, but I don't, I'm not really seeing the relevance here. I'm trying to respect my elders right now, but I, I, we were talking about on the court and and you, I know you're serving the war. The reason I bring this up, Padrew. Oh, okay. Is what we're, what are we willing to do for our children? Our grandchildren? Are, are we willing to stand up? Are we afraid? Of somebody that's going to call us a nasty name, or are we going to be an adult about it and get an IRS audit? I don't really know how to answer that. I, I mean, can we talk hoops again, or what? I don't know what the IRS has to do with anything. Well, I mean, what happens if someone came in here and messed up your job? And yes, you know what? We have a not we have a lot less to lose than we originally did, and the people who are always telling me to hang in there don't let them get to you Drew believe me don't worry do not worry about it because the stakes are much too high oh I'm not worried what stakes are you t- I, I at Denny's the stakes like the stakes you would eat at yeah. Denny's are too high they're, like they're, you they're not too high no you gotta ask for a booster seat I don't know it's embarrassing but. sometimes it's, it, sometimes it's too high but they're not too high they're, they're okay. good they're a good amount like, I mean, we're talking IRS, talking, I don't Denny's, D-Day, I, I mean, this is a little off topic from what, I mean, it's a basketball podcast, I don't know if they, I need to, you know, I told you, but, you know, I, I wanted to maybe talk about your your boy, um, I mean, I saw you had a new friend, I, mean, I don't know if he's your friend, but you got on the court with him today, I saw... Oh, my boy, Walt? Walt, yeah, that's right. Hey, Walt's a good guy. Uh, I like him a lot. He 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 showed me... What it's like to be back uh, with my 
with my homies and, and have the young blood that I need. Oh, cool. But, but he made this choice for himself. You know, what, what choice? The choice to love other men. Walt is a DA gentleman. You know, I do not pretend to know how every individual came with their sexual orientation. I regret that my words to express that concept were hurtful and, de- and, and, and divisive. But for that, I apologize unreservedly to all that were offended. What? 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 What, what words? I, I said, screw gay people. Uncle Drew, I'm, I'm a little confused, but wait a minute, are you... Your face, look. Wait a minute. You're not... Your face, I see makeup dripping off the side of your face. What? What? What is it? It's me, Uncle no, Drew. No, it is, look, wait. I'm the Pepsi. No, my hand's wet. I touched your no. face. It's... What? You're not Uncle Drew. Uh, what? Uh, fine. All right. Wait a minute. Are you that guy, that politician guy? What? Now it's making a little more sense. Drew, just sit down for a second. Okay? Well, I don't want to sit down. Okay, I'll sit. Well, I'm glad to be here today. I wanted to get one thing straight. I am not a crook, nor am I Uncle Drew. That's clear. You're you're a crazy guy who's pretending to be Uncle Drew wearing old man makeup, but... Let's just say... Did he not set this up? Am I being pranked right now? Let's just say I am... Uh, I'm progressive as Uncle Tom is. Uncle Tom? What? I'm not sure if that I agree that there's a fair amount of racism here. But there is. But it's not whether you should be expected to be called racist or not. It's mostly, mostly the progressive movement that who, who will someone like me become the color of a pigment of my skin, they decide that... Look, man, look, man, I don't care about the progressive movement. I don't know what you're talking about. I wanted to have an interview with a basketball player named Uncle Drew. Or at least a basketball player. Who are you? You're, I've seen you on TV before. You're like I'm Uncle Ben Carson. Uncle Ben's Rice? Is that... No, that's an old guy, too, and you're not old, and you're not that old. Fine, I'm not an uncle. My, my, my sister kind of hates me, and, uh, you know, well... She hasn't let me see my nephew, so she renounced my uncle rights. Right now, I'm just a lonely, shocked. lonely former neurosurgeon that... You're a, you're a neurosurgeon? That's running for office of the President of the United States of America. My name is Ben. Benjamin Carson. Benjamin Carson. I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. You, you want to be the president of, of this great nation, and you're hoodwinking me to get on, to get what? To how our fans do you pretending to be a guy and well what, what are you doing well the thing is uh, there's been a lot of reports I don't know if you you uh, read or see the news almost as a sports channel I don't really care for it maybe a little comedy central alright well, that's what I'm into there's been ben a lot Ryan. of credibility attacks on on me Ben Carson saying that I wasn't hood enough I grew up in the huh? mean streets of Detroit. I saw plenty of gun violence as a child. Both of my cousins were killed on the streets. As a doctor, I spent many nights putting bullets, I mean pulling bullets out of bodies. Uh, and there's no doubt that there's senseless violence happening in America right now. And I'm here to stop stop the accusations that I'm not part of this violence. You're trying to stop accusations that you're not part of the violence? I am part of the violence. I am what? so hood. I even have a I even have a, a rap album with Eminem coming out. He doesn't know about it yet. You don't have that. Don't lie to me. Uh, no, you know you know when there's a lot of unreleased tapes about Eminem dropping, let's say the N word and stuff like that. I was in those I was in those slums an eight mile walking that eight mile. I thought you just said you were a neurosurgeon. Eventually, I became a neurosurgeon. Back then, I was. Back in the nineties, when I, I they called me. Slums, you were there. They called me. I figured you have to. Do they that. called me Uncle Ben. Rice. They didn't do that. No, I don't believe any anything you're saying. I don't even really know who you are. I know you're. Well, you notice those two secret s- service guys right there standing outside. What the, the hell? Door. What? They have guns. I don't. I'm not comfortable with this. What? I got plenty of guns. I have need them. 
Brooklyn Rebound Studio security team sleeping on the job right now. I don't know how they let these goons in, but I, I, I don't like this. I don't. I think I guess Patnam decided to pull this prank on me. I gave him the challenge. His challenge was to give me an interview with Uncle Drew. He failed that. I'm gonna have words with him, but look, I'm not. I'm not into this whole thing. Whatever's going on here, I don't like being punked and pranked. Uh, you, you're clearly just like a. Uh, I don't know what what you are. You're a crazy person, or maybe just making this stuff up. The more, the more, the more important thing. Uh, Drew, that's your name, Pod Drew, right? Yeah. I did my research. I had I had my Secret Service look you up. You what? uh you you are uh you're an avid Browns fan. I mean, yeah. Did you know that Brown is a racist way to that the Germans use against all non-Anglo-Saxons in general? That the Germans. Basically, let me give you a little history lesson on Hitler, okay? Oh, yeah. I think, what I I think the likelihood of Hitler being able to accomplish his goal, accomplish his goals and have greatly diminished if the people had been armed. Nazi Germany wouldn't have taken over, Padre. What? And we need to be a little bit more unified as a nation. More perfect union would be what would people do and you can, just say a more perfect union? A, a perfect. You can't even talk. German citizens were disarmed by their government in the 1930s. In 1940s, Hitler regime mercilessly slaughtered 6 million Jews. So what are you saying? Everyone should be armed like your goons outside, like your guards in suits? Yes. Are you armed right now? Of course, of course I'm strapped right now. Alright, I've had enough of this. You know, you know the whole you know how the shooting in Umqua no, Community College. I'm leaving not only would I probably not cooperate no, with I'm that leaving. man, I would just stand I'm back I'm and say, "Let him shoot I'm me," hey, and I would guys. say, "Hey guys, hey, hey, hey guys, everybody attack him. Me, he may shoot out. him, but he no. can't get us all." Let me get these goons off me. Let me out of here. By the way, I want to I want to announce that my running mate will be none nope. other than nope. soon to be Vice President Bill Bill Cosby. All right. Well, I need to I need to go back to the campaign. I will catch you guys later. Uh, I'm supposed to read this now. Uh, follow follow every follow us on Brooklyn. Rebound. What is this? Brooklyn Rebound. Uh, like us on uh, Facebook. On uh, what is it? Face. So take off a face. Put it in the book. Uh, at Pod Boys Productions. Uh, hashtag uh, Presidents be shooting yo. All right. Got good speed. Good night, America. Ben Carson. Two thousand. Rebound.